So, hello, all. <laughs> this is blonde-haired girl. This is another one of mine that will not stay up long, so I I'll end up like a re- like I don't know unpublishing this very quickly. <laughs> Just saying. <clears throat> So, I've I've told you all, you know, my content is is entirely about my my experiment with my life in this this thing called the creation of my reality. I'm just practicing and practicing and practicing creating my reality. <laughs> once I became, once I knew I, I was the creator of my reality, it was, I mean, you would think that that would be like a really, really cool thing to discover, but it really, initially, it really kind of wasn't for me. I I knew that I really had to, I had to, clean up my inner world very, very quickly. And and I didn't have a whole lot of time because when when I dis- when I really discovered that, I mean I had I had known that sort of. It was it was like I don't know if I'm just if I the way that I learn things is experiential. I've learned things through experience more than, than, and like you could, I could read something in a book. I could read something in 10 books and still not exactly understand it. Like, you know, the term, the kingdom is within you. What the hell does that even mean? Like, I mean, really? And so I learned things experience experience by experience and I and I so I I discover that indeed I'm the creator of my reality and I go to work in basically cleaning up my inner world and I also at the same time I, ha- I have a whole 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 lot going on I don't know why things went down the way they did for me. Like, it was, and I still don't understand it. I don't understand it. Uh, I do know that what was happening and what is currently happening is not, I guess, of this world, of this perceived reality. I mean, I, I don't know how else to describe it. I mean, it was, I was in some kind of other dimension and it was as if dimensions were colliding. It was like crossroads of something. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't understand it. I don't know how to describe it. 
And this was happening, like, it wasn't like I was in a meditation and I was having, like, mystical experiences in a meditation. I wasn't. I was actually doing this. I was actually having this happen to me. All of these happenings all at once, and I was... I was trying to figure out how, what it all meant. This is why David Icke means so much to me. Because that guy, he was talking about an experience in his life that was almost identical to mine. About, I don't know, 30 years apart. Maybe even more than 30 years. And he talks about stuff and his focus is on things that I don't want to talk about and I am not focused on. But his initial experience and in, in deep diving off, like you, 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 get, you get thrown off into the deep end and you just got to figure it out. You got no one to talk to. No one. No one. And at the time, I, I, I could see that I, I seemed psychotic to the people around me. I mean, my family was very worried. They're like, you know, but it's like I knew because I had mounds of evidence that this happened and this happened and this happened and this happened and this happened like this and this happened like this and this and I mean I could sh- I could sit down with somebody and 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 show them like like it was so bizarre like this this like this one my my family like had all of their theories and I and I guess one of them was that I had been drugged or I was on drugs. Like, I don't know what they thought. Like, all of a sudden, I become a math user out of, you know... <laughs> like, I don't know what they were thinking. I mean, I'm, I wasn't using substances. At the time, I didn't even think I was drinking alcohol. I didn't have any substances in my body, but I was acting as though I did. I, I was acting as though I was under the influence of something. And I suppose I was. And just then, um, and and I had been for about a year. I had been taking these CBD oils. I was I was habitually taking these CBD oils to 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 help with um, something else. <laughs> And and so, just as I'm saying that, this this person that actually still, like a lot of times sends me these text messages with stuff. Um, he sends me this text message that about CBD oils. It, it was just bizarre. I just got to tell you, just the timing of things, like. You know, and then somebody could say, oh, your phone is spying on you. This wasn't all just on my phone. It was, you know, like the day I, 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 I get invited to, like, get these sunflowers. And I have these sunflowers in my, get invited to, like, cut these sunflowers, this 
person. They were going to chop down, you know, whatever. But did I bring these sunflowers? I, I don't know. It's just the sequence of things and the way that things just kind of lined up. It, I, I, I knew that there was no way that it was random. But I didn't understand any of it. I just didn't understand it. And, and I, and the bigger, the bigger, (laughs) which, which just, this just sounds preposterous. I I know how ridiculous this sounds. I, 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 was world peace. But it's like you rewind a little bit and I, my, my ultimate intention was world peace. You talk to people about world peace and they think you're nuts. (laughs) Especially now when it just, kind of feels sometimes like the sky is falling, you know. I don't know what it is about this planet that I just, I just love this planet so much. (laughs) It's just so beautiful here. I just, I, I honestly, you know, it's like, the best of all possible worlds. I can't remember who said that. I remember reading it. I think it's Dante's Inferno. Is that what it is? The best of all possible worlds. Well, I'm not sure this is the best of all possible worlds, but it certainly is an amazing planet. And so, you know, I'm just going through my life and, you know, like, like, discovery of every day, the mundane, the mundane of every single day, my practices, my life, my habits, um, the things that I am trying to learn how to enjoy my life, like, truly enjoy my life every day, all day, every day. Because I actually think that's the purpose for even being here. Like, why else will we be here? Why else will we be here? You know, it's like, I got this little blurb on my phone yesterday, and I was um, listening to David Hawkins, who I perceived came yesterday and in a meditation, so I'm, I'm, I finished this, you know, little, I guess, suppose I could call it a tune-up, <laughs> a meditation tune-up, and he came to me, but anyway, so I'm, I'm listening to this little blur, I thought it was weird that one of his YouTubes came on my, my phone yesterday evening, after I just had him in my meditation, 
And he was talking about karma. And I just, it is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. This thing that we believe. That, that you're here and you're locked into some, like, you were just really dreadful in a former life. And so you come here. It, it's like, you know, and it's so weird to me that he said this because, I mean, like, he writes about God, and God cannot be other than love. God, God as love cannot be anything that is unloving. And it seems so weird to me that, that, that there would be this karma that, like, you were such a horrible person in a former life that you are going to come here and you are going to suffer. Your life is going to be about suffering. I don't believe that. It goes so far, you know, like that people, you know, they try to say, oh, you know, well, God did this to me. Karma did, you know, not necessarily karma, but it's like, oh, the universe has such a sense of humor, you know. <laughs> it made me fall in this ditch, you know, on my face. I'm just sitting going, like, I, I just think the ideas that we have are preposterous. There, that there is this universal thought, this universal love that would ever, like, cause us harm or damage in any possible way. I just, I, I can't wrap my brain around that, and I, I have to stand on that. I, and I don't know if I'm correct. I have all these theories, and I don't know. I don't know if any of my theories are correct. <laughs> I'm not going to say I'm correct. <clears throat> so, so I'm living my life most days. I'm, I'm living my life trying to learn to be happy all the time. As much as I can humanly be happy. To be happy in traffic. To be happy in... The Zoom calls that I have to do every day, I mean, with my work. I'm happy um, just learning that things just seem to go better when I'm feeling good. Things seem to go better when I'm thinking positive thoughts, you know. I just, and I, and I, and I stand on that, you know, because when this first, when I first learned of this, I wasn't very good. I mean, I was really, I was just so, I was like in heaven and hell. I, it was, you know, but then I'm, I'm sort of getting my equilibrium. I'm getting, you know, you know, a good deal of the time I'm happy. I want to say, I want to say it may even be up to 90% of the time I'm happy, which I think I think that's pretty good. About 90%. <clears throat> and it's not that I wouldn't want it to be 100%, but I haven't mastered it yet. So I still I still get aggravated sometimes about things or I I I get angry about things sometimes or you know, things that just happen from living, you know, and if I were if I were 
feeling more loving in that moment, then it wouldn't bother me so much. But, you know, stuff just pushes me out of my happy place sometimes, and then I have to find my way back. Learning how to find my way back. Learning to, like, think differently, you know, that, okay, everything's going to work out with this. I don't know how it's going to work out, but it's going to work out. It's kind of exciting to see how God, I'm comfortable with that term, so God is going to work this out for me. Good with that. Um, So, but then there are these things that I, these dreams that I have. So they say there is this dream, you know, that I'm that I've been talking about that if we are the creators of our reality, I don't know why this potentiality came to me. But it was even before 4 years ago that this this potentiality came to my mind. And it sort of came to my mind and then it sort of went away. And then 4 years ago this this potentiality came to my mind and I and so I have been attempting to have that happen in my life. I would like to experience that. There's this potentiality that I would like to experience. <laughs> and so every day I have these foundational I mean I you know every single day I'm at it every day. Every day, like, it seems like most of the day, I'm, this dream, like, lives in me. It is this dream that lives in in me, that lives in my, I'm, like, imagining about it all the time. I, like, I imagine what it would feel like. Like, it just feels like the dream just lives in me. It's like, I'm, I, I feel like you are getting an understanding. And I, I suppose that I, that I, I don't know what to do with that. The fact that that even in in this quantum way or in this this esoteric way, like I don't know how to actually bridge that gap, and I guess that it's not for me to do. It's not for me to to bridge that gap. But it's kind of just just this this issue for me. I, I just. And so I'm trying to figure out, okay, so what are the blocks? What, you know, I'm not swinging right. Like I, I had done this, this, this podcast the other day about this. I'm not swinging, I'm not kicking the ball right. Okay, I'm on the field and I'm, and I'm playing soccer, which is the sport that I most identify with. Okay, so I'm a soccer player. And, I'm, and it's just not going in the net no matter how I try. I practiced it, you know, but when I get when I get on the field, I'm 
I'm not quite getting it in. You know, I'm doing the visualization, all of it, but I just don't know what I just, and every single time it just like somehow it just, you know, and I just, I'm not really sure how to execute. I don't know how to execute. I, 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 I just, I'm just not sure. And I'm not really sure what I'm, how I'm missing the mark here, but, and I've been at this a while. It's been four years, which I suppose there's, you know, longer journeys, you know, um, <laughs> it's not like, you know, practice for, you know, three days. I'm trying to give you all, you know, a little bit of the duration. I mean, I know I've been talking about this, but I'm talking about it in more detail. <clears throat> so I go into this um, meditation yesterday. Somebody else's meditation. Um, I'm participating in a meditation and it really takes a turn. It was not at all what I intended it to be. And I don't even know. I'm going to try to describe this. So I'm, I'm in this meditation and Generally speaking, I can get to a place that I would call a bliss in meditation. I can get to a place of peace, and, I, and I'm able to sustain that level of peace. Which is one of the reasons why it's just as a heavenly state, and I, I can understand not wanting to come out of that. It's like... You're in this like heavenly state and then you have to just try to be in this world. Try to just exist in this world. Move through space. After being in this bliss, it's um, challenging. So would I miss the bliss? No, I wouldn't miss the bliss. I wouldn't miss the peace. I wouldn't miss that level of love. I wouldn't I wouldn't miss it, but I'm just saying. This was like the most intense feeling like all over my body of being lit. I was just lit. I was just completely filled with what I perceived to be light it was like an energy. Like, a, I don't know that I've ever felt the intensity of this energy. But it's been co- coming on during these meditations that I've been participating in for a while. And I, in surrendering to this level of intensity of this energy. And I, and yesterday it was just, And so, and then I was visualizing the world.
And I was visualizing world peace. <laughs> supposed to be this um this meditation on this this little thing you think you'd want to experience. This is just this little thing, right? There is somehow this knowing that I'm, this is my purpose. This is my purpose. And it's like, you, then I leave this thing and I can't I can't talk to anybody about this except for you guys <laughs> and so I'm sitting here and you know and I keep I keep thinking you know like like the your tribe will come right but I feel so incredibly isolated, generally. Which is fine, because I really, I really like, like my own company. I, I'm okay sort of being this, like, lone wolf. I, I really, I really can't stand chatter. Just chatter. Just, like, the constant talking. Like, people are just, chattering like the energy like I just was like it's like maybe I need some like noise canceling earphones and so being alone is like I would rather experience aloneness than a lot of what's out there because I just I I just I <clears throat> and so but I think my bigger point in mentioning that is that it's like so what what the hell does that even mean? I'm supposed to wake up every day and do a meditation on world peace. I don't know. <laughs> so I still feel like you're this just this feeling that I'm that I'm I don't know. It's sort of like I'm I'm stuck. In some like timeline, some, some, just off dimension, in, in, in this oddness, and I, I, I don't, and I, and I feel like I feel you know, and I, 
and I, I kind of don't understand why, it, like the path, I feel like I'm in this waiting pattern. So it's like so bizarre. It's like to have an experience like that, which I believe came from God. I believe that the that the, the desires that come for me come from God, the desire even itself. But there is no separation. Then my desire I believe that my desire the desire itself came from God. And then and so so what do I do? What do I even do with that? I guess nothing. I just go back, go back to my life. (laughs) So, so then I get plopped back into my, into, you know, And I'm and I and I wake up and I'm and even though this this dream lives within me and there I don't know that this dream will ever actually be an actuality. It may always be a dream. Like, and that has, that that has like this, so I get like, I just woke up with just such sadness that this dream may always just be, just live in me, but never, never actually come to like a fruition and and it's too full for me it's like firstly my my capacity when I say everything my with like a little m because I don't believe in any separation between myself and God and so surely God could do this So then, um, and then like, but I think it's, it is that, but, and also I just want to, I want to be able to demonstrate that it can be done, that the seemingly impossible thing can be done. I want, I want to demonstrate that I can say to that mountain to move and it's going to move. And even for myself, <laughs> it's so it's like even for myself it it it's the sadness, but also for the people around me who 
oftentimes like have this feeling of, of sadness for me. And that really bothers me. It bothers me so much. This idea of rightness and wrongness and like to have to admit, well, maybe they're right. Maybe, maybe this is an impossible dream. I have dreamed the impossible dream. <laughs> My dad loved that song. But I just hate it when they act like, and it goes to like so many things. I've talked about this, you know, like them putting their limiting beliefs on me, like all of it. It's just, it's just, so also like looking through the blocks. Okay. So what are the blocks? Okay. So like I'm sharpening my, my technique, like, what is happening? And and so I I woke up and I what is happening? What are what are the blocks? What are, what 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 is happening inside of me? Um, I don't really spend a lot of time on this. I don't. But, and I, and I was honestly, I was honestly not honest. And my material, I wasn't honest in my material. I, 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 I was, I guess I was attempting to rewrite history. I was, or I was, um, I was, uh, I don't know, I just didn't want to be honest. I, I just didn't want that to be the way that, to present that as the way that it went down, the way that I perceived that it went down. But So, I guess like five years ago, I had this dream. Actually, it wasn't five years ago. I mean, it had been... I'm practicing and practicing and practicing for like over six years, you know. I really had this dream or this desire for this, I guess, partnership, like this this love relationship with someone. Somebody that I could actually sh- like share my life with, share my ideas with, share my bed with. <laughs> And it couldn't be just anyone. It had to be somebody, you know, pretty spectacular. And I dated a little bit. Honestly, there were like years. There was like there would be years when I would not go on a single date. I wouldn't even go on dates. Um, but. the way that this thing went down, I, um, so I meet this person and he, I 
and and there were there were aspects about him that that I overlooked but I didn't care I mean I really didn't care because but we had a lot in common I have a lot in common with this guy a lot <laughs> which I didn't have a lot in common with a lot of the people that were in my proximity at the time, I really didn't like we. There was there was a lot of men around, but I just didn't have much in common with any of them. But with this guy, I had something in common with him. And it went really fast, like really fast. But I I, I didn't really like have a problem with that because I kind of. It was like this connection with this person. Like, like I was really connected to this person. And then, like, on this really strange, like, spiritual level, like, um, like, he kind of just got me. He, like, got me. And when I, and I don't know, we would just laugh at the same things. We just thought the, the same things were, like, really funny. <laughs> And I would get these messages, like often at like three in the morning, I was awake and he was sleeping. <laughs> and um, so I'd have to like leave the room and go. And I would, I would, I didn't know that I was in any, in any kind of meditation. At the time, I didn't think that I could meditate. But I would get these messages and I, and he asked me to marry him, like, really quickly, which I really didn't have any problem with. I didn't care. And I didn't tell anyone. Didn't tell any, I didn't tell my family. I didn't tell, I mean, they all knew that I had met someone, but I didn't tell anyone. But this guy had, um, he had just gotten out of a relationship. He had been um, with this other person. And he had actually been married. He was married for years. And he he went from his marriage to this, this person. Um, I have to tell you just some like really weird details. Because like we were living in his house that he had been living with this person. I don't even think the dust had settled when he got involved with me. And I have, I have massive issues <laughs> with like being able to, I just sense energy. Like I can't see it per se, but I can sense it. And 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 just like him and this other woman in this house, like so, it was a really bad idea for us to try to stay in this house. But like in hindsight, for me, but it it just went from like bad to worse. So I don't tell anyone we're going we're we're getting married. I mean, I don't even I don't know if I even told my children. I may have told my children, but I I. 
And so we, we get married. <laughs> it was a really, really, really cute little marriage ceremony. <laughs> and we end up um, going on our honeymoon. We go to um, Oregon for the eclipse. Going for a really big eclipse in summer of 2017. And um, we get back from, from our honeymoon. And, and it was really weird because, like, we hadn't told anyone. He hadn't told anyone at work or anything. Well, I neglected to tell you all that he still worked with this woman that he had been living with. <laughs> And so I didn't think it was a problem because, like, I don't know. It's like you, you, you think, okay, this is what you think. You think that other people are like you. You know, that, or I think like other people think the way that I do. And it was like, I wasn't worried about her because he was with me. I wasn't worried about her. But so we hadn't told anyone. And then this like really weird thing had happened. And somehow we had been outed on Facebook. Like, <laughs> it's a terrible thing. But anyway, we get outed that we got married. So we come back. And like his family finds out because he got tagged in something. And his family finds out that we got married. And then I guess it just goes like, like the rumor chain just goes. Phew, and then... Everybody at his work finds out that we got married. And I remember getting off the plane when we, when we came back. I get off the airplane and I'm, I'm a level of ill that I don't exactly know how to describe. Like, my body is just like, I'm like... I'm like really like nauseated and like I'm just so sick. And I'm really nervous about coming back to actual our lives and and um <clears throat> so I've already set this thing up for <laughs> massive failure but anyway so the next day comes or whatever and I asked him something about this woman. And there are some details that I, I don't want to get into, that some things that had come up before you married me, but I, <laughs> I mean, like, he was with me. <laughs> like, when I asked him, you know, so, so what did she say? Like, what did she say about us, about, you know, because, I mean, honestly, the dust had not settled. They had just broken up, and then two months later, he is married to me. Now, you know, I don't know what the hell I was thinking. <laughs> Why I would subject myself to this is like beyond my own comprehension. <laughs> but I ask him, I say, how does she react? I mean, is she, you know, basically, is she okay? I mean, like, 
and the way that I remember it, he said, and he had this like flippant way in his voice. He said, yeah, well, I told her that I was always going to be in love with her. And, and he finished it. He finished the sentence, but I can't even remember what else he said because he, he had just told me that he's always going to be in love with her. He told her that? He married me, and then he told her that he was always going to be in love with her? <laughs> in love with her? Like, not, you know, I'll always love you. I'll always, you know, have, like, I will... He told her that he was always going to be in love with her. And I, I remember I had to go to work. So I, I get in my car and I, in devastation, I was devastated. I mean, I was just like, And I could have saved us both a whole hell of a lot of um, of torture if I would have just left. <laughs> just like, you know, you get a frying pan over your head, bam, you know. I don't know, maybe it was just something that I couldn't get over. Maybe what he said was just really flippant and he didn't mean it, but it, it didn't matter and it was reinforced by other things. He had said other things afterward and I... I never got over it. I, 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 I never got over how things went down with that. It was like etched in my brain. And then he was going to work every day and she was there and I had no, I had no control over what he was saying, what he was doing with this woman. He professed that he was always going to be in love with. Well, then why aren't you with her? Go be with her. <laughs> is to tell him, why have you involved me in this? It's like, I don't want to be part of a love triangle. So I, I go to see a counselor, because I'm not doing well. I mean, I, I'm, I'm really giving this my all, but I'm not doing well. And I go to see this counselor, and this counselor just really tries to, like, um, I mean, are you okay? Are you, you know, how do you feel about him being in love, do you think someone can be in love with two people at one time? And it's like, you know what, this is irrelevant to me because I don't, I don't want to be with somebody who's in love with someone else. <laughs> I think you should go be with her. <laughs> but anyway, so this thing just ends disastrously. I mean, it, it, it ended so badly and I and honestly, it's like, I don't even think there's anything to forget. You know, it's like, I, I, I really, I can like bless him, like, go be happy. Go be happy, have your best life. But I honestly never want to see him again. In any lifetime. Ever. I just don't. It was, um... When I was with him, it was like, like, and I, and I really could not, could not see, um, I could not see straight, like, like, I know I'm going on and on about this, but he was an IT guy. 
So I couldn't even talk to anybody about it because I was afraid. I was really afraid that he could hear every word I said to anybody. So I wasn't talking to anyone about like I was like inwardly tortured and I I I couldn't. Okay, so fast forward, you know, and I, it's like four years later. I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay. I want to say I'm over it. I'm over this. I'm over it. But it's like I had this dream. I practiced. A seemingly like the perfect person comes into my physical reality. I give it everything I had to give. Everything. And it crashes and burns and I'm sitting here and then I get up from the ashes and I rise again. <clears throat> and so I say, this is what I know. I know that I can survive it. That I am a survivor. That we got this other dream if it crashes and burns, I will rise again. I will rise again. I know, I know. But I'm wondering, I mean, it's just something that comes to mind for me is that perhaps I, I have this, this, mental, I don't know, some kind of body memory about this. I mean, if you can imagine. <laughs> like this memory, like... What I believe... The message that I got from him, which I do not believe is a true, is a truth was that I wasn't good enough. Somehow, I wasn't good enough. And I, and I don't believe that. I just don't think he recognized. He did not have the ability to perceive or understand What experience that he he had dropped in his lap. And so I just wonder if there's like this residual from that. Because it was it was such a trauma to me and it was it was really horrible. Like the ending was so horrible and it was like this like edged in my memory, like And is, is this trauma a, a block for me? And it's like I want to say no, of course not. I moved past. <clears throat> and it was really weird. I have to tell y'all, I just like, it was like I etched this person out of my life with such precision. 
I did. I, I, I was, I was almost ruthless. I mean, I was just, I, I wasn't mean to him per se. I mean, there were some times where I was, some of the things he said to me, oh man. And I just, you know, but I couldn't look at it. I couldn't look at it because it, like, if I were to actually weigh it, it was equal parts misery <laughs> as it was positive. <laughs> I was miserable with this person. I really was. Now I can say that and laugh. <laughs> it was a massive mistake. I should have seen the signs and I should have left and I don't care who you are. Don't care who you are. <laughs> and so perhaps if I, as I'm sitting here in my, my psychoanalysis of myself, I do have this fear that this dream that I have for this experience is just an, a mirage, it's just a, and if it actually did come into my physicality, it, and that did come to me in a meditation, well, it was at this, this event, and I said, you know, I'm just going to have to see for myself, because it's just as likely to be happily ever after. It's just as likely to be happily ever after because I believe that that is possible. I believe it with everything that I am. You could just really be happy with someone, just really enjoy their company, just admire the hell out of someone, enjoy their company and just Never get tired of talking <laughs> with this person. I believe in that. And so, I guess, <clears throat> my ultimate is world peace and in the process. <laughs> Trying to build a life. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> I appreciate you all listening. Crazy. I'll be back with other ideas. <laughs> and that's a wrap. <laughs>